and welcome back to another episode of Relatable Chapters. Today, I'm joined by Ryo Kikawa. How's it going, mate? Very good to yourself, bro. Yeah, it's tough going back to work for one day, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Ryo is my Japanese mate, who just landed yesterday, mm. and we're just discussing the phone. Taking photo in Japan is a shutter noise, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I brought that phone, and it was a um, parallel import. Yeah. Turns out it was from Japan, so I had a shutter noise, yeah. and I couldn't mute it. No matter what it. I did, yeah. silent, whatever, uh, yeah. I just couldn't mute it because it was from Japan, Japan, yeah. which it is a law, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's part of the law, I think, but like a lot of, um, I don't want to talk shit about my country, but it just, you know, heaps of people trying to take a photo in the other train, people. Yeah. other people, like under the, under the pants, or just trying to take nasty photo, so. It's to do with privacy, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but luckily, a couple of years later, a year later, through an update, it stopped working. Oh, yeah, what? so I, I don't know. I never did actually, didn't actually do anything to it, and it just stopped. Oh wow! And then I realized, oh, it's not there anymore. Yeah, for mine still does. Yeah, but it's yeah, but yeah, something to do with uh, region and stuff like so, that. Yeah. Eh? I think so. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, all right, let's straight into it. Three things you're grateful for today. I am grateful. That you made a coffee today in the morning oh, for yeah. me, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm grateful that I I could message my parents and they're really happy that I'm here. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful that nothing has changed here in Hamilton. Nothing. I feel like I never left here. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's home. Sure, that's good. Because yeah. eh? you just popped to uni today to do a bit of study. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing my master's, so I just got to do like I'm gradu- graduating in 2024. Uh, September, so I actually have a long way to go. But what are you studying? Uh, sports management. Oh, yeah. What did you study in New Zealand? Uh, I studied business management. Yeah. And yeah, in the future, after rugby, um, I want to get into you know sports world industry. So yeah. hopefully that will help me. Um, today I am grateful for um yoga this morning with you. Mm. Long time between stints. Oh, it's today. Yeah, that was this morning, <laughs> mate. Um, I'm grateful to be able to host somebody. Mm. So it's a privilege uh, for me to have you stay with us. Um, and I'm grateful for apples, actually. I fucking love apples. Apples? Yeah. Oh, the apple. The yeah, the food apples. Fruits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just one of my favourite fruit. I love it. <laughs> Staring at one. I would eat it, but have a bit yeah. Um, So quick fire. Six pillars of well-being. Um, what do you do to chill, to calm the mind and body and be present? Mm, what do I do to chill? I probably read some books. Yeah. yeah. Or if I had a time, just go to the beach and chill on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Surf sometimes. Yeah. What do you do? Like do to keep learning and get creative. What do I do to keep creating? Um, good question. I probably read books, but also meeting new people. Mm. I think I think that helps me. What on my perspective? I think it's kind of some part of yeah, being creative as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do you read English books? Uh, both. Both. Yeah. Try not to forget English when I'm in Japan. Yeah, true. Yeah, true that. Um, what do you do to connect, build relationships, and boost connections? What does that mean? Um, so like, what do you do to connect with your friends and your family? Ah. Or are you just a loner sitting in the corner by yourself? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I'm a shy person, so I don't really go talk to people. Or even in my family, just I don't really talk. I'm more like listening. But mm. yeah, uh, I suppose you got rugby though. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Not. I don't, I don't, good question. I don't even really thought about it. Connecting people. I don't know. I, I'm shy, but I'm still uh, asking a lot of questions. Mm. Get to know them and all that. What do you do to celebrate? So find gratitude and live your values. Mm. How do you celebrate the small wins or do you celebrate the small wins? <sighs> Got a yakiniku, bro. Yakiniku is like a barbecue. I, oh, yeah. Eat, yeah, I eat just good food. Yeah. Right? When, I get, like, when I want something, I just go to yakiniku. It's a barbecue. It's Korean barbecue, but yeah. it's good and nice food. Nice. Is there one in Hamilton? Nah, nah, no. unfortunately not. What do you do to move, stay active, and feel energized? Um, stay moved. Shouldn't it be easy for you to answer? I mean, yeah, that's that's what I do. You know, like I just gotta get up and just go. It's your job, though. Yeah, it's job. So I just I have no choice. I just gotta go and do my stuff. Yeah. So what is your stuff? Um, uh, just get up in the morning. The same routine, you know, just breakfast, um, gym, come back, come back for lunch. Um, training again and just dinner, the same routine. Yeah, yeah, it's just nothing fancy. But also, like for the listeners, uh, when I was at work today, you went down to the paddock, did a what well, I'm guessing a few shuttles, ran mm. around, bit of training. Yeah. That's you moving. Yeah, did a staying broken, active. Broken. Yeah, that's something that I that I have to do to yeah. stay fit. It's not like I wanted to do, but I just um, I have to do it. Yeah. What do you do to enjoy? So practice self care and focus on fun. Mm, trouble yeah yeah trouble um got a lot of places new places going to new environment um meeting new people and all that nice uh so how do i know the guest way back maris 21s must have been around like 2015 yeah i would admit yeah yeah so we played, played a bit of footy with each other um and then you got a little bit older went on to the premier mm. kind of teams and then eventually uh we flattered with each other Mm. And then when you finished up in New Zealand, you went back to Japan. So that was about four years ago. Yeah. And you've come back to hopefully crack an NPC team. Yeah, that's one of my dreams, bro. Yeah, that'd be yeah. sick, eh? So you're just on a break at the moment with a Japanese uh, rugby and popped over. Yeah, yeah. Say hi again. Yeah, just get a one-way flight ticket and then come here. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So everyone has a beginning. What was your upbringing like? Um, born and bred in Tokyo, mm-hmm. a massive city. Um, went to just normal school. I had my oh, I have one younger sister, but in my like kindergarten we have like a special. I went to a special kindergarten where you just play heaps of sports mm. like so football, ice skating, skiing, basketball, baseball, and all that. When I was three or four, that sounds awesome. Bro. I know, bro, but I just. I didn't like it. Eh? I was just crying all day because it didn't. Because we are forced to run around in the yeah. field, but I just didn't enjoy it. But it's, I think that helps me. It probably molded you to being who you are today. Yeah, though. yeah. And then just grew up in Japan, Tokyo. Went to high school in Japan, and when I was eighteen, moved here. Um, and then yeah, just yeah. So we we're discussing this last night with a flatmate that Tokyo is around the same size as Auckland. Yep. And New Zealand's around 5 million people, but in Tokyo it's 14 million people. 
Mm. So it's fucking jammed down. Yeah. So the lifestyle difference from over there to here, you've obviously lived here for a few years in the past. Yeah. Which which do you prefer? Here. Yeah. Like as I said yesterday, I like you know let's go out in Tokyo, let's go to cafe somewhere. You never bump into your mate. Yeah. But yesterday you bump into your mate and all that. So I never experienced it in Tokyo. It's just too busy. It's eh? Too busy. Too many people. Um, just before we actually roll into your first turning point. Some of the Japanese culture, they're always clean, stuff like that. Where does that come from? Clean. Like, like yeah. um, everything's put away, precise, um, take your shoes off at the door, like yeah. mannerisms and stuff. Mm. You guys don't really have rubbish bins outside, do you? No, nah, we so don't you really Take have your it. rubbish home, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we do. Where's that driven from? Is that just culture? The way I that's think it's just culture. It's I never really thought about it, but it's, oh, I thought it was a thing just to take your rubbish home. Yeah. But um, taking shoes off before entering the house, I think we want to. Yeah, it's a, it's house. a respect thing, eh? I think so. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to. Yeah, I think it's respect, but also yeah. yeah Is there too. such thing as like a household hierarchy? Uh, like I would imagine back in the day, the father would always take a bath first. Uh, yeah, back in the day, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, it was way, way, way stronger. But, but now that it's modernised, it's not so much nah, prevalent? my old man is just different, I think. Otherwise, he wouldn't send me to New Zealand by myself. Yeah. You know, like, it's just different. Yeah, he's al- he allowed me to take a different path, but yeah. So what about in, say, a rugby team situation? Like, is there your seniors that, mm. like, look after the younger people? Uh, I don't know, it's a look after, but I got beaten up before and um, in high school. Yeah. First year... I don't know, people are like, oh, you have a resting bitch face. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then they're like, you got to shave your head. So just shave my head and turn up to training the next day. It's really common, bro. It's really common in Japan. What the fuck? Yeah, it is. You look like a thug. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Good old days, but yeah. Now look at your fucking perm in the hair. Yeah, yeah. You don't have highlights. I expected highlights, man. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I wanted to. But. What's the nightlife compared uh, New Zealand verse over there? Like, everyone's up quite late. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, we're more morning people, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, we you guys closed down at three AM or something? Nightlife. Oh yeah, yeah, town, yeah. Oh yeah, nightlife as in town or Yeah, or anything. I just oh, you yeah. mentioned about like you guys only open up at like eleven AM. Yeah, eleven yeah. We just start yeah. But nightlife goes we never really stop there. Eh? Like every Sunday we just people out or Monday people out as well. The That's clubs right. are open too. But yeah, we go to if you're if you're broke you just go to um Nomi Hodai, which is all you can drink. Yeah, yeah, like thirty bucks and all you can drink like for two hours. You just <laughs> get heaps of drink and get smashed and go to town. Yeah, yeah. Is town similar to this kind of town? Like mm. where it's like clubs. Yeah, it's clubs. I would say you wouldn't be able to see you. Wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to spot which which one's club. Yeah, because it's all underground. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not like here, like the house. Yeah, I was, I'd imagine everything's like apartments, like oh, like skyscrapers, like. You're just walking down the street, you can't see you down can't, the road kind no, of thing. No. Yeah. All right. First turning point. Mm. Changing to rugby. Yeah. Why is this a turning point? If I didn't play rugby, I wouldn't be here, you know? I wouldn't even come to New Zealand. <laughs> I wouldn't even play as a professional and all that. So, yeah, so before that, I was playing basketball. I thought I wanted to be, a, you know, a professional basketball player. But I just... I finished the last competition and I was like, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. And so I didn't know I was going to do at a middle school. Mm-hmm. So I turned up to middle school and then one of, a few of my good friends, they're going to play rugby. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to play rugby. 
that's how I started. Did you ever watch? Um, I suppose it wasn't out then. Kuroko. Kuroko. Oh, basketball the anime? the basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was around. Do you think you would have stayed in basketball? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, when I before. Like, cause my old man used to be a professional as well. That was my next question: Is like yeah. your dad played, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, was he a main influence the way you swapped as well? Was nah. he always kind of wanting you to, or did he just let you kind of do what you wanted? Ah, uh, let me do what I wanted. He never asked me to play. In fact, I hated rugby before I started, cause you know on the weekend I wanted to watch TV, but yeah. my old man sit on the couch just to watch rugby all day. So yeah. I just didn't want it to. I just didn't understand what, what was fun and yeah. then just didn't want it to play. So what watch. age was this that you uh, made, uh, converted? When I was 12. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Is it late for like uh, Kiwis or? Not really. Mm. Well, like, I suppose people can pick it up whenever. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people start early age. Some mm. people start when they go to high school. Mm. Yeah. You can start whenever really. But yeah. To be honest, if you had to, Start early, like as a kid, young kid, yep. you're playing like ripper rugby. Mm. You don't actually start tackling till 8th grade, maybe it's a year, mm. when you're 8 years old or 10 yep. years old, and then you don't go to full field till a bit later. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like they really develop too much more. Uh-huh. Kids soak up knowledge so fast anyway. Yeah. yeah. So straight into your next turning point was studying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wanted to go, so my turning, next turning point was not getting accepted to the university in Japan. So prior to that, you mentioned last night that um, your friends teased you a bit because you weren't as intelligent yeah. as them. Yeah, yeah. Did that just, he was a smart kid, to be honest. But why did that flick a switch? The, which one? Being told that you're not that smart. Oh, I just didn't like that. I just, I just No, I just didn't like that they told me off, like yeah. he told me off. They insulted you. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to actually do better than him. So you valued his opinion? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was turning kind of turning point that he, yeah. Insulted so was me. he a close friend? He he was, actually. Yeah. I don't I don't know him anymore, but yeah. Yes, whatever. That's, that's, yeah, whatever. happens, eh? So you got told you're dumb, basically. Mm. You put your head down, started working hard, mm. and then you missed out on the university? Yeah, so in Japan, I was just playing rugby in high school. And if you're good enough, you get all the kind of offer or scholarship mm-hmm. from the university. Basically, um, my high school was very good. Like, we played national like company and all that, so we were pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was starting at the 12, but I was not good enough to pick up any, like, offers. So I couldn't go to any university in Japan. So I have to study. But then I couldn't get into the university I wanted to go. Okay, so why one... Why couldn't you get into uni? And two, why did you have to? Um, so, like, do you ha- to mm. get in? Do you need to just be smart, or do you need to actually be invited to go there? Uh, you got to be smart. Like, I wanted to go to the good university. Like, I don't yeah. know, good university. I don't know which is good, but you need to take um entry exam, mm-hmm. which is really, really extremely difficult to get in. But if you got offered it through rugby. You, you still, still have to take yeah, it? Nah. Uh, you have to take it, but it doesn't matter the score. Yeah. Yeah, you just get okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So you never got scouted for rugby and yeah. then you couldn't quite pass the test? Nah. What was the second question again? Why did you say you had to go to uni? Oh, why did you have to I study? was in Japanese, you know, society, kind of high school. My high school was all about you got to study and you got to go to a good university, mm-hmm. otherwise, you won't be able to get a good job. I don't know what the definition of good 
job or not, but mm-hmm. um, that's what I've been told throughout, you know, school life. Like, you got to just got to go to university. So that was my mindset, but oh, I just got to go to university. So if we fast forward, you went to uni, did business management. Mm. How did you know what to do? Um, what to do as in what to study? Yeah. I actually didn't know. You I wouldn't have a clue, eh? Yeah, no clue. Like, I just picked business thought because I thought that's going to help my, you know, career later on. So as an adult now, do you think you would have benefited from, say, a gap year? Working, mm. getting a bit of life experience and then studying? I highly recommend it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's, diff- yeah, it's different, yeah. Was there a lot of um, rugby uptake in high school? Like, was there heaps of students? Like, was it a popular sport? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. So high school in Japan, three years. Yeah. So each year we got like 30 players. I don't know about the boys high, but 30 oh. players is quite big, you know, 90 people in the team. It's quite big in Japan. I mean, in Tokyo. 90 people in 90 a team. Pe- 90 player in the team. But what, for one team? Yeah. Do they not have like A's, B's? Oh, I mean, yeah, A, B and C's. Yeah. But yeah, 90. 90, yeah. yeah. For three year groups, yeah. It's not that popular. What is the most popular sport? Uh, baseball? Uh, baseball, football, soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah rugby doesn't sound that high, no. Third or fourth, I would say. Big thanks to the World Cup, uh, 2019. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even just start playing rugby. I thought American football would actually be quite big there. Mm, it is big, but I think they suck at it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You just need a lot more players to actually have a team, eh? That's, mm. that's one issue, I reckon. They need 100 players or 100 players? Like 52. 52. For a, for a team. Yeah. That's a full team. You don't have to have it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. They all play? 52 players? No, we do have reserves as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd like have an offense, defense, yeah. Kicking and all that. Special teams, which yeah. is you're kicking. You have a punter, you have a place kicker. I never played it, eh? I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the um, pushing force to come to New Zealand? My old man, actually. Yeah. Um, he was in Taranaki for three, three, uh, three months uh, when he was um, 20, 27, 26, 26, 27. What did he do? Rugby. Aye. Yeah, you know all the Japanese players came to New Zealand just to play rugby, yeah. club level, and then go home. Yeah. So he did a program. So. So that's been going around for years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I came to New Zealand for the first time when I was one, mm-hmm. three, and when I was fifteen. So, I, and then my old man was like, "You can just go to New Zealand and study English." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that." So, because I didn't have a choice, mm. I didn't have any other options. I could yeah. stay in Japan. Took a gap year study or go to university, but how good was your English? None, bro. I, I hated the subject, bro. I, I was gonna say because you have to study that. Right? Yeah, I have to study, but I know all that like grammar and shit. But I, I suppose if you don't practice it as well, like nah, you don't talk. I, do you guys learn three languages in school, or just two? English and Japanese. English and Japanese. Yeah. Do you reckon that's um, beneficial? Nah, I mean. You would be surprised how many, like how how much they talk. You know, English. They they how much English they talk. They they can they can actually speak. Yeah, so it's good. No, nothing. They can't speak anything. So I don't think it's it's good, like, I don't think it's, the education system is good over there for yeah. when it's come to English. What is like schooling hours like in Japan? Um, we start at eight and finish at four. Fuck, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're nine to three. Nine to three. We nine start at eight th- and or like quarter to nine. Finish a quarter past three at high school, I think. It's been a while. Do you go to school on Saturday? No, nah, we do. 
Saturday as well? Yeah. Just a morning class, 8 to 12. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. Because I remember I popped over when I was at Intermediate. Yeah. And everyone had sport afterwards as well. Mm. Mm. So is that included in that 4 o'clock? Or is that after nah, four? after after four, four, four to six we play some club like, sport, just sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Well, you never go to school on Saturday. Nah, <laughs> fuck right. no. Well, I was gonna say a racist thing, saying that it's that's probably why you guys are so far. <laughs> nah, nah, why well, you guys are so smart, but nah. Um. So English was shit. Shit, yeah. Didn't crack uni. Didn't crack Old uni. man's like. Fuck, go, go to go to New Zealand, mm. um, and Waikato. Yeah, how did you settle with Waikato? So, you know, South like we were, we talked about it, and we were like South Island or North Island. Mm. Oh, sorry, North Island or South Island, and then we thought that South Island would be too cold. <laughs> so, okay, North <laughs> Island, and right. Wellington. So, nah, too far from Auckland. Because the direct fight to Auckland. Direct fight, yeah. But I was like, okay, Auckland. But uh, my old man was like, oh, there's a lot of Polynesian there. So it would be actually dangerous. Or like, you know, I was just high school, like mm. 72 kg. Shut up to high school. Just a tiny boy. I don't think it's good for me to just play in Auckland because there'll be a, a oh, lot Rugby-wise? Of, yeah, rugby-wise, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. And then picked Hamilton. But so many island boys here, eh? Oh, they're everywhere. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's why I picked Hamilton. And then yeah. Waikato University has like good like English program. Yeah. So that's why I picked it. So did you have to do like a semester in English before you did a semester in business or was it uh, together, side by side? Uh, no, I, I, I have to study English for a year. Yeah. I got a test. Uh, I got a, a pasta test. Yeah. It's called IELTS. It's for the English, non-English speaking. So you do your English for a whole year and then a three-year degree? Mine was four years. Four years. Yeah. Fuck. It, was this what you expected? Uh, what was it like coming landing in New Zealand as a teenager, no uh, parents? That was tough because I didn't know any. I know English, but I didn't speak any English. Mm. But I didn't know anyone here in Hamilton. And you know, I remember arriving at the airport, Auckland Airport. I couldn't order like a hamburger. I just had muckers at the mm. airport. Oh, I struggled it. So I was like, oh, like, what a great start. So away from my parents, I actually cried at the airport because I yeah. didn't, I was just scared. I was nervous, bro. But yeah, coming here, yeah, that taught me a lot, actually. How did you deal with flatting straight away? Did you have a place to go? I uh, started of homestay. So oh, like, yeah? Yeah, just stay with the fam. Yeah. So, and did you sort that before coming out, obviously? Yeah. And that was with the Japanese family or? Nah, Kiwi. And did they speak Japanese? Not at all. So how did that? How do you arrange that? Oh, there's an agency and all that in Japan. It's yeah. going overseas quite popular to study English. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's a lot of agency to to deal with it. That's interesting. So homestay is a easy option because they can help you out. Yeah. As opposed to like they're there to look after you, as opposed to flatmates doing their own independent stuff. I lived with the family, so... Yeah, so that was them kind of helping you out. Yeah, yeah. Doing dinners and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Food and that, yeah. yeah. So help you out by buying supplies and, mm. I suppose, all your linen and towels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Would you recommend that to other people? Mm-hmm. Why not? No 
freedom. Nah, some homes they had the curfew and all that. Yeah. Luckily, mine didn't have. So depending on the person. Depending on the person, yeah. They will welcome you as a person, or they will welcome you as just a just a source of income. Yeah, source yeah. of income. So, what is an alternative? What would you have done differently then? Um, I think I'll stay at the dorm, mate. Eh? Just uh, the Waikato dorm, like yeah. some some of the yeah the hostel thing. Yeah, oh, hostel, hostel. Yeah, but the, the dorm, dorm. Yeah, I'll stay at the dorm. Or wouldn't that be even worse though? Because you don't know English and shit. But I, well, they, they are students as well, you know. Like it's, I think it's oh, they'd be a lot more friendly. Yeah, 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 caring. I suppose really. Yeah. Or stay with Japanese fam to start off. I think because you've no idea what. what How would you find that? Just Facebook groups. Yeah, or agency, as I said. Yeah, they'll help you. Agencies are huge over there, right? Mm. Mm. It's because you got so many people. You just delegate, eh? Yeah, yeah. We just, yeah. I mean, New Zealand's not that popular. But like, there's heaps of options for the states, yeah. or Australia. Oh, yeah. So, what made you come to Marist instead of sub uh, university, mate? Um, Stags, Marist. Uh, so, one of my old man's friend mm-hmm. he used to coach at under eighty five. Yeah. So he has a little bit of connection with Marist. That's why I knew about Marist and just came over and then just. Play for them. Way better option than varsity, yeah. Uh, yeah, looking yeah. Looking back now, I'm like, yeah, Maris was good. They're trash at the moment. I mean, yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, we won the championship and all that, so. Uh, f- f- with Maris? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. The, yeah, varsity is trash, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you chose the right club. Oh. What was uh, some of the biggest culture shocks? Culture shock? Um, everything closed at 5 p.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in Japan, it's convenience stores like twenty four seven. Yeah, and always people on the street. But like you know, after five pm, no one's on the street. No, nothing is open. So I thought it was a curfew in New Zealand. <laughs> you know, like five pm. Yeah, but that, I think that was a more like culture shock, the biggest culture shock that I had. What about taking your shoes off? Just mentioned that before. Oh yeah, I was just still like. Did you look, look at people and be like, "Fuck, you're disrespectful." I mean, uh, your dirty you, shoes off, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I just feel weird not taking shoes off. That's yeah. why when I went to yours, I was like, "Should I yeah, just yeah, take shoes off?" Take yeah, off, yeah. Oh, it's always polite, eh? Yeah. Is that is that a thing in New Zealand or just taking shoes off? Oh, uh, once again, it depends on the family. Depends on the household. Ah, right. It depends if they got nice carpet or old mm. carpet. If you got old carpet, they probably eh, don't worry about it. You know, uh, if it's a new house, probably. If you're walking around in dirty shoes, fuck you, take them off. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. But yeah, uh, it's not that bad. I know I've never. It, it really depends on the family, doesn't it? Oh uh, yeah. Any other culture shocks? What about food? Food, food. Yeah, I grew up, you know, like eating rice. To no rice here because my that yeah. homestay didn't cook any rice, so just stay on bread, potatoes. But yeah, that, that's. <laughs> I remember you're the first person I ever saw that brought uh, microwavable mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of oh. it. And you had those puffy white things, oh, like bricks, yeah. eh? Yeah. Slap them yeah. in the microwave. Oh, yeah. I think it was from Parking Save or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Are you going to jump back on that buzz? Oh, yeah? maybe, maybe. But yeah. Quick and <laughs> easy, eh? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, just, yeah, not eating rice, not having breakfast sometimes. Like in Japan, I just had it. Rice and miso soup. Do you know miso soup? Yeah. Yeah, rice, miso soup, and always like fish, mm. or some sort of meat. As breakfast? Yeah. Every morning to pancake, two pancakes, or just one oatmeal. 
What about a bowl of cereal? Like bowl of oh, Weepix? yeah. I was just, that like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was actually like 80 kg when I get here. Yeah. And then just, I lost like 8 kg straight away like, within the month. Yeah, because you're not eating as many, much oh, carbs. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, yeah, cereal. Do you have a lot of milk in Japan? Milk? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But you just don't have like toast and shit as much. We, we do, but I did, it, I I would depend on the family. Okay, so you were saying last night that you don't really have rice these days. You no. don't cook it yourself. Yeah. Did your mum used to cook it all the time for you? No, my mum never cooks. My dad always cooks, bro. Oh, true. Yeah. So once again, that's like stereotypically different, eh? Yeah, it is. Like apparently, my mum and dad, uh, when they move in together, they are like they discuss, be like, who's gonna cook and who's gonna do dish um, laundry. Yeah. And my dad picked the cooking. <laughs> Yeah Is he, he a good ended, cook? He's a good cook bro Yeah He ended up doing everything but Fucking legend He sounds like he's pretty onto it Yeah Um, And then So Coming over Coming over Rugby that was the next step eh mm. So you joined up with Marist You were a midfielder at the time you Couldn't speak much English So they slapped you on the wing You're in under 25Bs And You didn't give up yeah And um, that was A critical moment Not necessarily a key turning point But it could have been Could have been a moment Where you gave up Which is now your career mm. um, What was going through Your head then Well First team I play against At New Zealand Was Hamilton Boys High like, Yeah Oh like a pre-season game, yeah. Pre-season game And I got Absolutely sm- smoked Yeah I was like I can't do it And then After that I assigned to the B team. I couldn't make it to the B team. Like sometimes, not even the reserve. And, you know, I struggled a lot. And then first year, I just didn't do well. Mm-hmm. And second year, is it second year you won? I think you guys won the championship. Or first year, maybe. I'm not sure. But second year was a B as well. But I just pretty much not. I was like, no, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And then second year, premium, um, under 20 on B team. And you were at the A's. Yeah, that's yeah, when you I started. Won, yeah, yeah, that's you guys won the championship, bro. Eh? Yeah, yeah. And I watched the game. I was like, I want to be there next year. Yeah, I want to play with these guys, and I want to play next year. So I started doing all the hill sprint. You know, the, I talked about it. Waikato, yeah. the St John's, you know, hill. Yeah, all the boys will know that St yeah. John's hill at the back of Waikato Uni. Yeah, fucking that, ruthless hills. Yeah, started doing hill sprints because I was the winger, so I need to be fast. I don't see running up a hill ga- as a way to gain speed. I don't know, bro. I just, I just needed something. What was your logic behind that? I was no. Nah, I just look it up and then how to get fast. Yeah, they got hill sprints. So I was like, okay, so you I'll hit do. one of the steepest hills. Yeah, close by. Yeah, <sighs> and the after, you know, like I made it to the first team and then we won the championship together. So yeah, so yeah, it's like a back yeah. to back. Oh, it wasn't for you, but yeah, back to back. And then from there, you really solidified yourself as a winger. Mm. When did you? Where did, whereabouts did your goosey come from? <laughs> Watching all the highlights video for Gilly say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the sevens. Yeah. Like I do actually remember one time we were flatting. You so at this stage you went to tech. Yeah. We'll get to that in a sec. But you're playing fullback. Never played fullback before. Never played fullback. So you're watching like all black videos of uh Christian Cutlin and stuff like that. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> trying to Bro. get, get uh, some tips. Yeah. Um so after twenty ones, you couldn't really crack the prems for Maristone? Nah, did that open. Never gave you a shot. Nah, never. So you fucked off to tech. Yeah, much to my disgust. Yeah, but it I did mean, you wonders though? Eh? Huh? It did. It did you wonders. They gave you a shot. 
Yeah. You took yeah. that. So both hands. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Became one of their starting. Uh, yeah. 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 Played for like fifteen games and all that. But yeah. So Maris uh, didn't give me a shot. Um, I'm playing for bees, and then the year after I went to Tech, but I was gonna come after Maris, mm. but because I was a translator for the Chiefs, and there's some of the Japanese player playing for the Tech. Oh yeah, yeah. So I have to be there and translate, and then I was just joining the training, and then the coach was like, "Do you want to come here? Actually, play? I'll like you know put you in the like preseason. I'll put you in the first team." So yeah. Like, I'll do that And then Preseason started With Freezer Tick And then The coach liked me So that like I'll put you in the first team For the first game of Prems oh. I decided to stay The best decision I ever made bro Yeah It was yeah. pretty detrimental I suppose In terms of Not detrimental But pretty good For your career Yeah Because you actually got to Play some good footy mm. um, With some good players As yeah. well eh? Yeah So you're translating Is that a just job Quick was job. it a job? Yeah, was like, it a job? Small job. It's quite a big job, I think. Otherwise, did you work at all while you were over here? Yeah, yeah, I would have, yeah. Because yeah. you worked at a few restaurants and shit. Yeah, right? a few restaurants, but translating that, I think the pay was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, regarding I'm just a student, but, and now I get to travel to Hong Kong as well with the Chiefs oh, development team. development squad. Yeah, right? yeah. How did you afford all this? Um, Bank of mum and dad? Yeah, yeah. And I just worked a little bit, but that's just living my, you know, expenses. Yeah. But you know, tuition and all that, I just, yeah, it's my parents, bro. Fuck. A lot of money as a uh, international student. Uh, yeah, yeah. They sacrificed a lot for me, so. Yeah. yeah. I can't I, how that. are you repaying that back? Um, I think that's that's one thing that that's why I wanted to go back to Japan and mm-hmm. play rugby in front of them. That was my goal. It's I. Just, I think it's in a way of paying back. To say that it wasn't kind of wasted. Nah. Yeah. Nah. So I, I. In fact, they they come to watch every game. Yeah. In Japan, like even just you know, it's a bit, a bit far. You need it, you know. But they come. What is your old man like in the footy field? Like, does he uh, scrutinize you and after a game and go, "Oh, you should have done this. You should have done that." Nothing, bro. No. Nothing. Good game. Always great game. Yeah, man. Yeah. What position was he? Uh flanker. Oh, true. Number seven. Oh, bro, like, oh, when I, when I see, when I when I, when I met, like, my old man friend, yeah. they all talk about how ruthless he was. He yeah. just start fighting. <laughs> yeah, bro, Aye. he start punching all the, uh, and the people in the ruck and all that. Yeah. He got into trouble in Japan because of that, because he just playing club rugby. He just punched one of the guy, and then he broke his nose. Yeah? Yeah, and then, and then he got into trouble, and then, but yeah, he was a bit ruthless, apparently. Good kind. That's what you need, though, from a flanker, eh? Mm. It's guys you don't want to fuck with. Nah. So moving back was your next turning point, really, eh? Yeah, yeah. So I actually got after university. I didn't get an offer from, you know, any team mm-hmm. in Japan. Um, so you're on a student visa? I was on a student visa. So was there any ideas, like, did you want to stay? I wanted to stay, but... I just didn't know how to get a job in New Zealand because mm. in Japan you just do the interview at the same time that you apply online. Everyone just apply onto at the same time. Mm. Once your resume got through, went through, then you get to have an interview. You know what I mean? How is that different from here? I don't know how to. Do. It's I think it's more here is more like connection through a connection. You know this guy, oh, you get a job and all that. You don't really have that in Japan. So yeah, and I suppose in New Zealand a lot of time it is who you know. Mm. 
but I I'm not what you know. know. Yeah, I just didn't know anyone, so. Yeah. Otherwise, it is you just apply, you mm. get interviews. I suppose there probably wasn't a lot of demand. Nah, nah. So you couldn't couldn't continue on, so you're in a way forced to go back home. Yeah, kinda. And then me being speaking, uh, being able to speak ja- uh, English and Japanese, that will help give me a decent job. Mm-hmm. That's why I applied to the company, and then got it. So that was AIG. That was AIG, um, and I was I started from July, mm-hmm. uh, two thousand nineteen, but I actually did a tryout for Hino about my team. Yeah. In May. Oh, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, before. I didn't hear anything. And then, end of July, I got called from Hino, be like, yeah, we want you. So, I was like, okay, my carrier, the AIG, or my rugby carrier. Yeah. And I talked to a lot of people, and then, yeah, some like, half and half, they're like, you stay with AIG, or less, they're like, yeah, challenge yourself, you can only be a yeah. rugby player now. So, on one side of the... The coin you had, Korea, AIG. Yeah. The other side of the coin was potential rugby career. Yeah. With Hino. Yeah. Um, what were you going to be doing at Hino? Why is that not career based? Um, you know, AIG is such a uh, big international. international yeah, so there'll be more opportunity. Hino, I think they're international, but really, really, it's really, really Japanese. So the fact that the internationals are quite a key feature mm. in Japan. Mm-hmm. It why, is. why is that? What's wrong with local? I mean, there's nothing wrong with local. Is it just uh, money? Money and whenever you get promotion, it's late. With mid thirty, you get promotion and all that. And if you start working for a Japanese company, the salary is not going to go like you know mm-hmm. go up. I think I don't know about here, but um, it hierarchy is really really strong in the company. Mm-hmm. Everything is so slow or outdated. I would say. So the bigger the company, the more growth you can have. So the bigger the company, they're normally international. Yeah, yeah. Big dog players. Yeah. So what was your swaying point? Was it the fact that you could always come back to your career? Yeah. And that rugby was like your your dream? Yeah. I never thought of that I'll be a player, but um, mm. yeah, that was kind of like, I only can be a rugby player now. I can start my career late, 30, I mean, a bit late, but I can do that AIG job maybe mm. later on in my life. I only can be a rugby player now. Why was that a good decision? Oh, that after like joining the team, I just the things that I experienced, the player that I play against, or like you know the fact that I'm here. Yeah, just always challenging, and you know you get a lot of. I learn a lot from like you know these challenges. So. Yeah. Would you you would have been challenged there in a career? Uh, yeah, career? I would have been. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine what kind of challenge or what kind of person I would be if I stayed at the AG, but I'm pretty happy with the decision that I made back then. Mm-hmm. So what was the situation? Semi-professional? Yeah. So that's really common in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, after university, when you, when you got off uh, from the team, you go to the team you as an employee player. So, that so teams in Japan are mm-hmm. owned by a company, yeah? Yeah, all of them. So you work. It's dependent on the team, honestly. Some team didn't doesn't work during the season. In the off season, they do full time, mm. eight to five. Um, my team was eight to twelve throughout the year, just in the office, mm. do some little job, and then in the afternoon we train. 
So other people in the company, do they just look at you as like dumb rugby players that are only here half the time? Mm. Or are you actually respected as a, another colleague? Both. Both. Yeah. They, some people didn't like the rugby team. Because you're just there half the time. Yeah. Half yeah. the work. But some of them actually support the yeah. player. Yeah, so yeah, it, uh, it really depends. Yeah. Did your old man do that as well? Yeah. Who did he play for? Uh, the team doesn't exist anymore, but the team is called Isetan. Yeah, they used to play in the top league, but not anymore. So basically, if you're a company, you have enough money, you can put a team in. When you run out of money, your team comes out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a good rugby team, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Do they have club rugby? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. A few of the club team, um, a few of the team got uh, money, so they're trying to have a crack at uh, League One now. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you need money? Is that to buy better players, basically? That too, but also when you have away game, mm. you have to trouble. Like, you know, for me, 30 players, it's going to trouble for one game. Yeah. 15 players in the reserve and the backups. On top of that, uh, all the physio, coaches and all that. So Management, we stayed at the hotel yeah. night before and all that. Apparently, like, one when you do it, it costs like 10 million yen, which is 100K. What, a year um, kind of thing? Uh, every time you every time away. I'm not sure but like when we have like camp they say that it costs like a lot of money yeah a lot of money so you actually have to fuck yeah so how long were you semi-professional two and a half years so the idea is that when you finish rugby mm. with the team you can work as a full time at the company but I just did you like your job uh as you can imagine, like eight to twelve, you don't really have much time, so you don't really get a big project. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's just all the small tasks that we get. It's tiny tasks yeah. that everyone doesn't. Everyone doesn't want to do it. You know that, that we, you we got the shit jobs. Yeah, shit job. We just do it, and yeah, I just couldn't see myself doing that later on after rugby. Was it related to your um, studies at all? Uh, a little bit. I was in the marketing department, so I guess it's I study business, so I guess. Relatable, but not not something that. Did I you get much out of it though? Looking back now, I know how Do to you know any more skills and I know how to use Excel now. Excel, that <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, but yeah, like, I have to do some presentation and all that. So I guess in Japanese, I never done it. So yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, time management, and all that. But yeah, I couldn't see myself working there, bro. Like I could speak English and Japanese. So I was like, there's there must be a better job out yeah. there. So what what uh, changed? Um, so I wanted to, because first year, uh, you know, I didn't play any game, like, any official game. I couldn't play it. I was mm-hmm. not good enough. And but from second year, I actually could. Mm-hmm. Third year, I could. And then I just wanna, I just wanna know how far I can go with rugby, and potentially you know play for Japan in the future. But I'm not sure. But um, I wanted to try how far I can go. So in order to do that, I wanted to full, invest all my time to rugby. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I just switched to rugby. I mean, full-time, professional. But you'd have to get a contract there, wouldn't you? Yeah. So I switched within Hino. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by you switched? So I was an employee player at Hino. Yeah. And then... Oh. But did you have to be good enough? And then good you, enough. you kind of, in a way, promoted. You're not switch. It's not a personal decision. Nah, nah. It's nah. depending on... I think Your employee. there's a standard. You have to play like 50% of the game mm-hmm. throughout a two-season. 
Um, so if you're injured, you can't do it. Maybe if you're injured for the half a season, you can't be a yeah. professional and all that. But I passed that standard, so yeah. I could switch to professional. So what kept you going? You obviously weren't the best when you went over there. Mm. Um, it's a big wide world. Where does this drive come from? Um, I just love the sports. I just love the sports, the rugby, and also... So why would you want it to become a job as opposed to a hobby? Like, uh, why, like you love it, yeah, you love it, cool. Mm. But what gave you that driving force to be, oh, yeah, I just want to make something out of this? Mm. What got you out there running those shuttles today? I just didn't want it to give up, you know, like... Um, I just want to play... Oh, what do you, how do I explain? Um, as I said, I want to know how far I can go. Mm-hmm. I just don't... And I just see my family get together because of my rugby, you know, watch the game together and all mm-hmm. that. My old men seem happy. And I just want my family to be proud. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. And also myself that I'm proving myself that I can actually do it. You know? can achieve something. Yeah. So family is quite important to you? Now, yeah. 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 You're about to say now, eh? I mean, yeah, I was going to say, but yeah, it, they are. They are yeah. important. Yeah. They're always there for me. So it's also, I suppose, not having regrets. Yeah. Not thinking years down the track saying, I wish I gave it more. To the family or? No, to the rugby, to the career. Um, you want to give it your all so yeah. that when you finish, eventually you can rest your head on the pillow. And yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Once I'm retired, I, I gave it my all. Yeah, that's what I want to say after a rugby career. So, what separates you from you, or in a generic sense, good from the great players? What's the separation there? Um, Is it just experience? Is it hard work? Is it talent? Nah, not talent for sure. Um, I think it all comes down to mindset. Um, I think all the player. As I said yesterday, the ability is the same, you know, the speed is not that different, the strength, skill set, it's quite similar at the level, but just the mindset, like how you get bounced back, like just when you put, get put down, that's how, how you bounce back is, I think, this this differentiate from good to great. How do you bounce back from adversity on the field? On the field, on the field, when I lost the ball and all that. Yeah, if you knock on, uh, right. knock on. Uh, I'm trying to stay in the moment. Um, yeah. That just just happens. So like, move on. Like you know, like I do. Take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Breathe out deep in. I breathe in, breathe out, and just trying to get my focus back. But yeah, does the team environment aid that? Like, what if you had a wank? You're going, oh, you fucking can't, don't drop that. Mm. Or you had people going, oh, it's all good. Like that obviously affects. How well you bounce back at? That's, um, that's the difference between Japanese and foreigner. Mm. So Japanese, they will give you shit. Be like, why did you drop the ball? Blah, blah, blah. They will. They will. Oh, yeah. But foreigner, they're like, nah, go, move on. Yeah. It's all good. They can move on. True. Yeah, that's... So is it more because they are competing within each other? You're competing for their position? You're competing to be paid? You're competing for their professionalism? Mm, nah, I don't think so. Or like, you know, player like... So oh, why are they so non-encouragemental? I don't know. The word. Yeah, yeah. I think Like it's a team players, like, yeah, all good, bro, get yeah, over it. Yeah, But I think it just has to do with culture, I think, because 
Japan is really good at something. If you're not doing really well, they, they would just point out a bit like, hey, you're not doing well. Sure. They will never really compliment and all that. See, I thought New Zealand had a problem with that in a sense of, uh, we call it tall poppy syndrome. Mm. So a lot of times someone will do something good. Yeah. And you'll just pick on the, the bad stuff or mm. I'll go, oh, anyone can do that, you know? So mm. do you know what poppies are? No. Uh, it's a red flower and we use it for Anzac Day. So Anzac oh, Day's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's a poppy. And so mm. imagine one of those growing tall. Mm. And then when it grows above the rest, yeah. chop it. Ah. So it comes down to everybody else. Ah. So that's what we call tall poppy syndrome in New Zealand. Okay. Very bad. Yeah. So as soon as someone sticks out from the rest, you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, chop them down. Yeah. I thought that was uh, just more like a New Zealand problem, nah, but like Japan, I think it's more bad. Yeah, even team sports and that in in the company as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I didn't want it to stay. So is it not a friendly environment to be in? Uh, and the rugby culture. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it, it comes down to depending on the people. But yeah, like coaches. My, that the one coach that I had, it was like that. Anything I do, just got a shit. There's no, there's no encouragement in that, eh? Nah, nah. Fuck, that's dog shit. Yeah, that's that's why all the other player helped me grow as a player. Yeah. Because when I made even made a mistake, they're like, nah, all good, next, move on. So who were some of these good players that you enjoyed playing with? Uh, Augustin Pudu, obviously. Yeah, um, he's good like that. He's, yeah. He, first year, I just didn't play good or anything. I was just losing my confidence. But he was like, bro, like, come see me. Like, you know, if you're anything, just help you out. So, and he was like, keep, keep your heads up. Will come and keep working hard. Then that's still like that's that helps me a lot. Yeah, yeah. Any others? Oh, there's a lot of players like Gillies. I mean, he's he's elusive. You know, like I, I just trying to learn everything from him as a fullback. Yeah. Or Ash Parker, he helped me a lot. Like you know, he got, uh, like when I getting shit from the coaches, he was like, "Nah, don't worry about it." Just I was like there before, but. It'll come So like yeah. A lot of foreigners Trying to help me up You know Like that's pretty good eh? Good for the uh, Rugby In a In a worldwide sense I suppose Because you guys have A lot of foreigners coming eh? mm. What are the rules Around that Foreigners mm. uh, Is that like You can only have two on At a time Or what's uh, this It change every year But right now You can put four um, Foreigners uh, On the field at one time. One time. So yeah. three of them could be capped. So New Zealand Sevens or Australian yeah. cap or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, cap yeah. And one um, just non-cap. Yeah. So these caps, cap player is called Category C. Mm-hmm. And non-cap foreigner is Category B. And the other is Category A. And that's just your generic players? Yeah, Japanese. But also if you stay in Japan for five years, you can play as a Japanese. Oh yeah, yeah. So a lot of um, international, like a lot of boys, some you know Brody. Yeah, they went Brody to Nick. yeah. Um, they went to um, Tokyo University. Yeah, and great boys, high boys too. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah, four years at university. After a year, just uh, with the team, they can play as a Japanese. Oh, so that'll be category A. Yeah, but so when they're over here studying the category B, mm. is that correct? Said what? That category B. Yeah. Yeah, because they're international. Yeah. But there's not many foreigners in the university level anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah. really matter. I don't how, know. How university. big is the university level? Like massive games? Uh, it's traditional games. Like, uh, I wouldn't say it's like... Yeah, it's... it's. 
Is it bigger it's, than like our premiere, like in terms of uh, people that turn up? And yeah, watch? yeah, yeah, way, way more, way yeah. more, bro. Like there has like hundred years of like history and all that competing against each other. Oh, so rivalries and that. Yeah. Mm. What is it like to play with superstars? Um, obviously, very good encouragement and people, people, yeah. person, yeah, people. Oh fuck, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But what what is it like? Is it it's a lot of admiration for them? You watch them and like just get in a way shell shocked, like sh- surprised, like oh shit. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of all the player has the moment. I was like, wow, you know, wow. Who's someone that you played against that you're just like, wow? Um, who was it? Um, Billy Lulu, the South African fullback. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's looking for the kicking space or like attacking space. He's really like his skill set is next level. Yeah, it just I was at the fullback, so I was constantly looking what he's doing. Otherwise, you know, he he spotted a space and the kicker back on all that. So shit, yeah, yeah. yeah I suppose yeah, position versus position. Eh? Mm. But yeah, any other big hitters that you're like, oh shit, I don't want to run in his channel. Ah. <sighs> Uh, not many to be honest. Um, I don't really. I was a winger, so no, not no one really comes to me, or I mm. don't go to Ford. You know, they just ah, oh, do not run it straight back. Oh nah, I Once learned it. I learned. I learned the hard way, bro. In New Zealand, bro, I straight, I straight run, uh, run straight, and then get just <laughs> you know, smoked. Yes, smoked. What is um? So like professional here, I see like Chiefs in Waikato and mm. whatever is they do a lot of off the field training in mm. terms of um video analysis. Yeah. Is that quite um important in Japan and your team? Yeah, yeah. It is, it is. So um, you're doing a lot of um video analysis on other players of the teams for the week. Yeah, we do, we do. We do. Every meeting we talked about key players and what they're gonna do. But all the key players for the other teams like all the super rugby players. Yeah. Yeah. Five, you know, super rugby player, we gotta watch out these players. I was like, I can't really focus on that, you know? Just too many players over there. Yeah, too many good players. How big is the division? How many players are we talk- uh, teams are we talking about? Uh, division as in, or like, yeah, how many teams that you play against? Oh, so far, no. Oh, like, I mean, like, in the, my so, league. Yeah, you're in, you're in league. Oh, we yeah. belongs to league of division two. So there's a six, including us. Just six teams. Mm. Well, that's not many. But yeah, you play there multiple times. Yeah, but like you know. One time we played against Honda, which is as one of the team, and then they got Pablo Matera. Oh, the Argentina, Argentina guy? yeah, and Caleb Trask, Chiefs. Um, yeah, he's five. He's a fucking handy man. Eh? Yeah, Fran- Francis Mostard, uh, the the lock or flank for the South Africa. Okay, yeah, and Tom Banks. Oh, fuck. At the fullback, I was like, fuck, I don't know what to, what to look, bro. Nah, it's a team of fifteen. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, we couldn't win, but yeah. Shit. So how good was your team? Oh, we could have been good, bro. We could have been... Could have. We could have been good. So what happened? Too many penalties. Too many penalties. Too many penalties. Because we conceded like 22 penalties in the game one time. The fuck? Yeah. Is um concussions quite... Uh, are concussions talked about a lot in Japan? Uh, I think in general it it has been... In rugby world, I think. Yeah, in the rugby world, it has been. Uh, yeah. Do you have like a stand down period and all that? Yeah, we have like, if you got to, yeah, you got to do what, HRA. HRA. Yeah, HRA. Yeah. And if you fail it, you got to 
rest for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, if you got it within two, after two weeks, if you got it again, you got to rest for like a month. Yeah, um, yeah. So what's your plan over here, mate? What well, what brought you here? And what's the plan in New Zealand? Yeah. Um. Well, luckily, I got a you know like wider training squad thing with Hogs Bay, so I'm just gonna go down and have a crack. Um. Uh, the seasons maybe from September to uh, November, mm-hmm. the NPC season. So if I made that, I'm surely I'm gonna get some offer from Japan. So. Yeah. After November, I'll go back to Japan. December, December, I'm going back to Japan, play rugby there, and then, yeah, that's my plan. Do you have a plan B? Plan B, plan B. Oof. I don't actually. So, what are you gonna do between now and September mm. to achieve this plan A? Oh, um, what does putting in the reps look like for you? I just got, I just give everything I got, you know, like just. You're uh, going to be at trainings, club mm, trainings, mm. two nights a week, one game. What else are you going to be doing? Oh, I'm sure I'm going to be doing yoga in the yeah, morning. Yeah. yeah, yoga in the morning. I just bring, um, make something routine, routine wise, like in the morning, just yoga. I might have to do work after work or before work, go to gym. And after, tra- after, after work, just train and all that. So I suppose what's going to separate you from all the other club te- club players? Mm. So my condition, I'm quite fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't really see it, but I'm quite fit <laughs> in, a, in, in the team. So my strength will be fitness as well. So yeah, I so you're going to maintain that, maintain that, and and also, I my strength in rugby is my work rate because I'm fit. Yeah. But also the high ball, high ball, high ball. I hated it, but now it's my strength now. Yeah. Yeah. So I will practice that and yeah, I think that's differentiate me from the other players. There's a um, saying, I'm just trying to find it. You have to fall in love with boredom. Uh, so that that's something that your elites, you know, they, they say for instance basketball, mm. free throw, the basics, mm. they repeat, repeat, repeat. Mm. But to get out there, you know, on the boat for a rowing, mm. you know, it's boring shit, same old shit. Have you fallen in love with the boring shit? Yeah. Just putting in the reps? Yeah. What makes it so enjoyable? Because why I ask this is like, it's kind of like, you got a destination, right? Yeah. But you got to enjoy the journey. Mm. The journey for you is doing a lot of boring stuff, putting in the reps behind mm. the trainings, behind the games. Do you love that? Yeah, I love it. It just, I love, I mean, I love it. I just believe in my process, you know? Yeah. I mean, even if I couldn't achieve it, but I just love it. Like, you know, I couldn't make it to 21 mm. B team to now I am professional. No one see that coming, I believe. Like, no. even I, I didn't even see that coming. So, like, all that work that I did, it paid off. Yeah. So, I love it. Yeah. I don't know what's going lead to like, lead, lead me to do it, but yeah. I just love it, bro. How do you measure progression in rugby? Is it teams? Teams, performance, uh, things I couldn't do, but now I can do and all that. So, so have you noticed the difference in your game, say, last year, the year before? Yeah, 100%, yeah. yeah. Is that mainly in the mind? It mainly in the mind. Yeah. Like a high ball, I remember I hated it catching a high ball. I was just scared. 
are playing at the stadium in Tokyo. All my friends are coming. All my family's there, and they kicked the high ball. I was like, oh, I don't want to. Do, I don't want to go. But if I don't go, you can see that. Oh, he he just pussy yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, nah, my family's here. I gotta go. And then did it. I actually got it. So I was like, oh, it's here. Yeah, uh, I just I just got to go. How do you switch off? Like in terms of blank out all the external noise. Mm. Is it just experience that you know that it's okay? You're just doing the same shit. It's just another highball. I'm all good. Exactly, just another highball. Yeah, it's not. I just ignore everything. Like you know, maybe the player will jump me, jump onto me, or just any player. I just yeah. look at the ball. I just in practice, just jump and then. Are you excited? Excited to be back in New Zealand. Hell Excited yeah! Excited to play some more rugby. Hell yeah! Because play I, on some fresh grass, not turf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing that I'm really excited about. But also, I haven't trained for two months with the team. Mm-hmm. So I'm just excited to get back in the team and just play the camaraderie. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what team you're gonna go play for? Uh Napier Pirates. Are they any good? No idea. No idea. You no haven't idea. done your research. No, no idea, bro. Shit. I don't really care. Yeah. Not if really. you're in a better team, you probably get more limelight. Yeah. Well, I just want a game time, bro. If I can play, I don't mind what team I'm going to play for. Very cool. What else you got on your list there? Got much more? Uh, Nah. There's your turning points, huh? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Do you think you've um lived your life to the fullest so far? Uh, Do you have anything that you wish you kind of did instead or did a bit more of or... Any opportunities missed that you kind of thought you should have done? In mm, yeah, a little bit. I think I should have talked to more people in high school because I was just such a tiny bubble. Mm. Um, uh, I was always with just boys uh, from rugby, not in my classmates, and all my classmates are like outstanding. They some professional basketball player. Yeah. Famous YouTuber and all that, so sure. I'm not really close with them. So yeah. I wish I should. I wish I could just talk to them and and get get to know them. What was one of the biggest struggles in your life? Struggle in my life. I was it the language barrier? Nah, in my life, right? Mm. I. It is really hard for me to actually open up to mm. people and talk about myself. Um, I feel really vulnerable. Um, is that because of a stereotypical man supposed to be, you know, hard and a protector? Nah, 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 nah. not like that. It's from personal experience, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just feel I don't really. I thought I was a good listener, mm-hmm. but it turns out when I dig deep, I was like, I just didn't want to talk about myself. Mm-hmm. It's because of my experience back back then. Um. Uh, I was at primary school, you know, you got to give your opinion, like reading class and what do you think? And they asked me the question. I have to, you know. Shrug the shoulders. I yeah, speak up and then I finally did it and then I got so much shit from that. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think it's the right opinion or blah, blah, blah. And I just, I was like, oh, okay, my opinion doesn't matter. I will try not to say anything. Yeah. Then getting shit. So, so it's it's yeah. I've struggled. I've been working on it. I think it's been. What does it work? How does working on, like, how does that look like to you? Um, obviously you got a loving partner in there. Yeah. You got a close family. Yeah, yeah. How do, how do you slowly peel those layers back to be vulnerable? Um, over over the years, I just learn it's okay to be vulnerable. It's mm-hmm. okay not to be okay and all that. Um, so 
I just call my mate, be like, hey, bro, I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Like one of my best friends in Japan and just sit down and have a few beers and we just talked about ourselves. Yeah? Yeah. That's how I, maybe, yeah. Um, had this other question. How do you define success? Success. Mm. Mm, how do I define success? How do you define success? I don't know, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, um, wow, wow. I don't know, I suppose success is achieving what you set out to achieve, isn't it? Mm. So it's having uh, goals. Yeah. Um, for me, say for instance, to do an event, mm. an extrinsic goal, mm. something external of me, which pushes me to do something, say a marathon for instance, Mm-mm-mm. extrinsic goal, so it makes me run. If I didn't have a marathon, I'm not going to be running. Yeah. You know? Um Intrinsic will be like To look good Yeah You know So I'll run maybe for that But not so far Yeah So those are like Goals and I suppose You achieve those goals So extrinsic mm. goals is that success You're achieving something Yeah um, Intrinsic is a bit harder Because it's like Oh what um, yeah, yeah I reckon intrinsic goals Are more Lifestyle goals You know yeah. I want to look good Yeah That's intrinsic mm. But you can't just Tick it off You know It's yeah, a continual yeah. work on mm. um, Success is yeah, Achieving something that You you set out to do, mm. I suppose. So it's not a, like having a lot of money and all that? Yeah, well, if you define success as being a millionaire, then being a millionaire will be your point, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's true. Definition of success. Never really thought about it, but yeah, I think it's achieving something that um, you wouldn't be able to achieve, I think. it's So in your own sense of a Success? Do you think you're successful to date? Um, so far, yeah, yeah. Um, not satisfied, but yeah, I am. I think I'm um, successful. Um, as a rugby career, as a person, I think yeah, I got a lot of experience. Speak two languages, and have a bachelor degree. Yeah, doing my masters, but yeah, you're doing your masters now. Eh? Yeah, is that online through um, like? Japanese uni or nah, it's 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 in Spain, I think. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why is that cheaper? Uh, cheaper, and it was it was made it for all the athletes. Oh yeah. Yeah, all the like full time athlete, but wanted to do something. Yeah. Study. They they just oh, offer. That's good, eh? Mm. So, you, like we just mentioned, you got a lovely message at the moment. Yeah. But a long distance. Done a bit of long distance in the past. Yeah, I have. What's some advice, mate? Communication, eh? Yeah. Comms. Comms. But you're just saying you're a bit shy at first and then also you're vulnerable, you're not so vulnerable. Mm. How how does how do you do comms? How what does good comms look like? Nah, just small things, just talk to each other like, Oh, I had a podcast today with Mason yeah. or that I, I did a yoga today in the morning. Yeah. Or just small things, just you don't have to be like big like you don't have to Does it not just become draining though? Um just saying the small shit oh, I did this I did this I did this I did this Yeah yeah It could be It could be But mm-hmm. for me I don't mind it like Just sharing What I did today And all that So, Do you ever have deep Conversations? Yeah Yeah Quite a lot And she helped me Open up Yeah A lot so So what is uh, So communication What else What else have you got? Oh, sending a gift Yeah Yeah Sending flowers And all that you can't do it online now. Cheesy. Yeah, exactly. You can do it online now. so much. Gift. Yeah, combs and gifts. Yeah, I think so. 
So is that how you're going to make it work? Just comes. Yeah. Is she going to come visit? She wanted to. Has she been to New Zealand before? No, nah, never. It's her dream, apparently. Another good yarn I've got uh, that I, I was writing these notes down. I was thinking, mm. like, fuck, I never knew you could put shoes in a washing machine before. <laughs> oh, bro. So, and you had these no. nice, nice white no. shoes. No, no, Wear no. them to town, fucking get oh. dirty. So you slapped them in the washing machine. It's like, yo, that's pretty clean. And then you had the audacity to slap it in the dryer. <laughs> and the old inner soles, eh? Shrunk bro. to about half the size. <laughs> Oh, bro, oh, wow. that's embarrassing. I fucking love that oh. photo. It was sick. Oh, that's embarrassing, bro. Did you live with um, many Kiwis when you're over here? Because I remember mm. there's one flat year and it was um, all Japanese. Mm. Did mm. you actually try to look for that? Or yeah. did you just look within the comfort of Japanese? Uh, it was convenient for us to uh, live with Japanese because yeah. at, uh, at, at some point they will leave. Yeah, so yeah. we don't have to really worry about leaving the furniture and all that. So I was actually grateful that you asked me to come to your place yeah. and live with it. It was actually the first time living with the Kiwis. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. I absolutely loved it, bro. And you got a dog as well at the same yeah. time? Yeah. I loved it. Is that what you're going to try to do this time around? Stay with the Kiwis? Uh, yeah. Well, you don't have a choice, don't you? No, I don't have a choice, I think. I'm done. Yeah, I think the agency is sorting out. Um, What are you excited for? What I'm excited for? Yeah, I'm excited for next my next three years. You know where I'm gonna be, what I'm gonna do, what I experience, what I learn over three years. Yeah, you know, three years ago I was in, I'm in Japan, and now I'm in New Zealand. Yeah, you know, like three years ago, I think, I think I don't know where I'm gonna be. Maybe it could be in France, could be in New Zealand, could be in. So you're open to playing other countries as well? Yeah, yeah. I think I will try. To have a crack at NPC, of course, in Japanese league. But if I can't do it, I might just hop over to Europe. Yeah. Play rugby there. Would you play sevens? Yeah. 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 But I didn't get an invite from Japan sevens. Do they not just have a sevens competition? Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Like, you know, I mean, Japanese national team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But they're doing really bad these days. So I don't want to go, right? Eh? <laughs> don't want to go. don't want to look bad. Alright, we'll uh, wrap into the final questions. Do you have anything else you want to add? Before I do, actually. No, no. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, we talked about motivation yesterday. Mm. What is your motivation? That's 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 one of the asks. Like, you get, you do, you know, all the yoga, running. You're going to do comp for the CrossFit tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What motivate you? Um... It's it changes, mm. it changes. Uh, at the moment, I think my mindset is I want to be the best self. Mm. Uh, so that's you're waking up with good habits. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as well, at the moment, I want to live the width of my life, mm. not only the length. Mm. So by that, I don't want to just I want to put more life in my years. I don't even know the rest of the same. <laughs> you know. Uh, so at the moment, CrossFit was a way to meet new people. Yeah. Um, why CrossFit because I love ex- physical mm. exercise mm. Uh, why doing a competition well because someone asked me to do it mm. it's a peers um, pretty excited for it yeah uh, what motivated me to run was pushing my boundaries mm. uh, so I listened to David Goggins oh, uh, oh I read the book yeah so yeah. now it makes a click eh? it's ah. like, so that's what I started running 
and listened to David Goggins and I was like, oh, fuck, like, I'm all right at running. And yeah. then I was also like, oh, fuck, I wonder how hard I can push it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I did a marathon and I was like, fuck, that's all right. And then so I've done a couple more since. Uh, through that was as well, like, try something new. So mm-hmm. I did the off-road duathlons for a period. Mm. Um, see, like, I phase in and out of the gym. Uh, yoga, I've been doing it for quite some time. That's what motivates me to do yoga. I don't know, it's just physical well-being, mm. mental well-being. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, I don't know, eh? Like, see, at the moment as well, like, I've just come, I went into a rut because I didn't really have a purpose. You know, I've lost my purpose of life in a way. Mm. Uh, so trying to regather that. Mm. Um, in the last podcast a while ago, Holly talks about mm. uh, life is like a snow globe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all the parts settle, and when it all settles, you just need to shake it, you know, mm. have something to change it and mm. spice up life in a way. And um, that was me, so that's why I'm moving to Papamoa mm. to try yeah, try yeah. meet some new people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm dancing around this, say, hey? What motivates me? Just be the best person. Be the best. I want to not have regrets yeah, yeah. when I grow up. Um, and I want to – so, like, one of the questions is about, like, at the end here is about – what do you want people to remember you for at the funeral? Mm. Um, for me, I want people to be proud that they knew me. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, if I wasn't motivated to 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 be my best self, then people wouldn't be proud to be around me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to be just a slob. Yeah, that's good, bro. Like, wow. What motivates you? Well, I thought about it because we, we talked about it yesterday, mm. but I just. As you said, the best trying to be the best I can. Because um, yeah, I think like I said, is um, you got a lot of discipline, mm. and so motivation is wavering. While discipline is what mm. makes the good from great, really yeah. the, the great from the legends. Yeah, so having discipline. So that's where the motivation question came from. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, discipline. Yeah, it's consistency as well. Yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly. I know there's a lot. I love these questions, bro, but <laughs> I can never have a straight straight answer. Are you a scruncher or a folder? Scrunch my folder. Scrunch? Are you a scruncher or a folder? What does that mean? When you go to the toilet, do you scrunch your toilet paper or fold your toilet paper? Scrunch. Are you a scruncher? Yeah. Do you sit down and wipe or stand up and wipe? Oh, is that what it is? I sit down and wipe. Yeah, you sit yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, but do you scrunch the toilet paper? I was just double checking you don't stand up as well. Oh, no, no. I found out some people stand up, but. No way. Yeah, fucking uh, Tommy from my <laughs> Mount Everest buddy hike. Oh, wow. Never heard of that. Wow. Really? Fucking disgusting, eh? Wouldn't it just scrunch? Oh. Yeah, yes. well, I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> Who is someone you'd like to speak with, dead or alive? Hmm. Dead or alive. Um, can be anyone, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's a bit cheesy, but I want to talk to Augustine Pulu. Augie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just want to know what he's been through, what's his motivation, what his values are. You know, like he's... The leadership he shows to us is just I I consider him as a true leader. Yeah. And I just want to know what he's been through or his thoughts on, you know, leadership or like, you know, on life. 
Do you see yourself being a leader? Nah. What 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 separates you from Augustine? He has confidence mm-hmm. in when it comes to like talking to people. Um, you know, he in the let's say, well, after the game, he always acknowledged coaches, fans, players, and all that. Mm-hmm. He never forgets that he he always acknowledged those kind of supporters and all that. Um, but also like the stuff he talk about, the stuff he trying to, you know, bring it to us. Just mm-hmm. it just I don't think I can do that. Why not? Well, good question. Maybe I can. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying I don't think I can, but mm-hmm. I think I can if we try. If I try, I think leadership can be taught. Mm-hmm. But I'm not willing to do that for now. I don't know. Just, You're just not really. No, 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 not really. Fuck, that'd be a good chat to listen to. <laughs> if you didn't have to work anymore, what would you do with your days? Um, I hate not doing anything. I just can't stay at home for all day. Um, so, so I, yeah, what will you do? Like, let's say, plan my day. Like, you know, like today was a great example. Do yoga. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. But I still jet lag, so I slept after that. But and then the conditioning. And went to study and you know, um now I podcast, you know, and then after that dinner. I just like to plan everything. Mm-hmm. And so if I didn't have to work I would still maybe do the same. Study, do my do my thing, gym, yoga, whatever. Ah, that's good. It's um I don't know if I brought it up in here before, but I've mm-hmm. talked to a few friends, it's like if you're gonna die tomorrow, what would you do? Mm. And it's like you'll say like spend time with family. Mm. What are you gonna do in a week's time if you got, if you're gonna die in a week's time? What will you do? And it's mm. kind of like, yeah, spend time with family, friends. Mm-hmm. You'll probably sell some things what you got and mm. uh, maybe go take your family away. Mm. And then it's like, what are you gonna do if you kind of die in a year? Mm. And then it's like, well, I'll drop everything and go traveling, mm. and go experience stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the the guy was like, oh, did you notice you never said you're gonna do the same shit you're doing now? Mm. So then there's a lot of people who do shit jobs mm. just the day. By day, yeah. by day, by yeah. day, and they're like, just live for the weekend. Yeah, and those are the people that need to change their habits. But you obviously got good habits, mm. and it's shit that you want to keep on doing, mm. which is fucking remarkable, really, to actually enjoy enjoy the journey. You're enjoying yeah. the journey as you're doing yeah. it, and not doing something just because you have to. Yeah, that's because you want to. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. What is something you want to have achieved or started in five years' time? Five years' time. I actually write down a few goals, eh? Yeah? Yeah. I don't know, yeah, five years. I want to start my business. I don't know what it's going to be. Sure. Yeah, I want to start my business, bro. Um, I want to... Well, I started a cafe with me and my mum. Yeah. It's, I think it counts as a business. Yeah. Sure. But what yeah. about the jandal business with your man? Jandal business. It's just a side business. But yeah, it's only in summer. But yeah. But it's still a business. Yeah. It's not my own, you know? It's just my own man's. But yeah. Um... So explain that actually. Why did you get into jandals in Japan? Is jandals a popular thing? It's not. So you saw a gap in the market? Not me. My old man did. Yeah? Yeah. My old man just loved the jandals. <laughs> and he was like, I want to start a jandal business. I was like, okay, go for it. He's, yeah. then my, fa- my parents both retired uh, four years ago. Yep. Like at the age of 51. And my dad was just like, I want to sell, sell jandals. Yeah, okay. So he started. I don't know how he got it, but yeah, just. Jandals, yeah. Yeah. And your, your mum's doing a calf. Mm. 
Yeah, my mom's. So what do you reckon you'd look into? I've seen you did a bit of screen printing of shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just did it for my mates, you know, like for Gillies because he was leaving, and I quite like doing that, doing stuff for people mm-hmm. that I care about. So yeah. So just in the business realm, like services, or are we talking about uh, you want to sell stuff, like uh, positions and that? Well, no idea. No yeah. idea. So I can't. Well, why do you want a business? Freedom that I can have, like something yeah. that I can do, something that I like to do or anything. Mm. Uh, I should do something that I'm good at, but um, I can do. I can be an agency for rugby mm. or for Japanese, you know, student trying to come over to Japan. I mean. New Zealand or car importing a car from Japan. If you're not a good dealer, you can just import a car and sell it in New Zealand and all that. So I know it sound. I just it's not easy, but mm. I, I want to. I'm gonna start business. Yeah, yeah. I want to travel as well. You want to travel? Yeah. What's next on the agenda? What do you want to hit next? East Asia. Yeah. I want to do like a spiritual. I don't know. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't, I don't know the detail, but it just pop in my head. Yeah. So you want to get into a bit more spiritual well-being. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What else was you guys? Um. What was the question again? Five years. Five years. Yeah, five years, and then you just popped in saying you wrote some goals down. Um. Uh, I want to have family. Yeah, yeah. In five years, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna see Mini, you know, Rio, Mini Kikawa, <laughs> Mini Kikawa, supporting the fans. Because I've seen a lot, you know, like at the stadium, you know, all the players, the kids, and you know, they come to the field after the game, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's, I think it's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's a proud cool. moment. Yeah, and they spend time with the kids. I think it's lovely. And then this wanted to do maybe in five years. Never know. But yeah, but yeah, that's sick. At your funeral. What do you want people to remember you for? Nah, I wouldn't say it's the same as you said, but mm. like that people, nah, it's going to be the same, but like people, I want people to be proud that they're part of my journey. Because um, obviously I'm just challenging myself, you know, bought one way flight tickets in New Zealand and all that, but uh, I want people to remember that I'm always, always challenging and caring for others, mm-hmm. I think that's that's too important part that I want people to remember. Nice. What is something you used to run from until you had to face it head on? Speaking English. Yeah, speaking English, bro. I suppose yeah. You yeah. didn't really like it in Japan I until ha- you had to. Yeah. I have to. I had yeah. to speak English. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do anything. You know, like came over. I was like, no English. I couldn't. I didn't know what you guys saying in the shed or trying to struggle to listen to what the game time was you know on the Thursday training that I game time this 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 and I yeah. was like okay 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 but oh, yeah just, I needed to yeah. yeah I hated studying English but I had to eh? best thing that's happened to you yeah best things bro best <laughs> things what does the next chapter look like for you um Hawks Bay Hawks Bay for sure nah I don't know bro even if I could make it I'm just gonna be a I'm not going to put my chapter, I'm not going to close my chapter, be like, this is not how it ends. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep, content, like, I'll keep trying to have something. Yeah. But, um, next chapter, I think it would be after my rugby career. 
Yeah. So hopefully I get into any sports uh, industry or cup uh, in the States or in Australia. Or I want to be part of like, you know, F1 or, you know, any sports organization, you know. I think yeah. it's all about, it's going to be all about my career. Yeah. After right. rugby. Sick. Uh, I'll see if this one works this time. We're doing a real, this guest hasn't come out yet, but Ainsley, she sent me this. So we talk about men being vulnerable mm. um, and how stereotypically you're supposed to be like, you know, the hard protector. Yep. You don't open up your mm. your emotions and stuff. Mm. Uh, and then she saw this and, um, yeah, listen and read whatever. But here you go. Never show a woman your emotions is some of the worst advice that I've ever heard given to men. I'm a relationship coach for women and I've spoken to hundreds of women about this. And here's the truth. Women want to know how you feel. And we want to be able to be there for you when you don't feel your best. Showing emotions doesn't make you weak or less attractive to us. However, we also don't want to feel like your entire support system. We want to know that you have backing beyond us, that you have support and that you have brotherhood so that you can move through this without us having to become your mother or your therapist. Because obviously that's not hot. And men, I know you get a lot of conditioning around not showing your feelings, but it means so much to your women when you're willing to show your heart just a little bit more. Because we want to know what's going on for you, and we want to love you at your highs and at your lows. Mm. So true that way. It like, is so true. This day and age, you're supposed to open up, but then some people are like, oh, I don't want to... Like, what I brought up was that you become too soft and the lady's like, mm. oh, you've got too much baggage kind of thing. Yeah. But the situation is that you should have others as well. Like, she's here a brotherhood to... Yeah. That she's not becoming your mother. Yeah, yeah. But being able to open up, be vulnerable like we've discussed, uh, but also have another... A few other outlets, a few other support yeah. structures. Um, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. It's important. It's important to open up. It's it, It's important to know that it's okay to not okay mm. and show your feelings and all that emotions. Is there a lot of depression in Japan? Uh, we don't really speak about it, eh? Like, we, I don't think there's many therapy yeah. for Japanese. We just get my actually, my cousin got a depression. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's doing well, but she's got she's just given a pill and a few therapy. Yeah, but I don't think it's not really. Amongst the athletes, there's no talk on depression, bro. Fuck, it's no tough, eh? Especially yeah. in athletes. Just, fuck, just imagine being the kicker and you're missing the kick. Mm. And then, especially in Japanese culture and the mm. rugby, how everyone will just rip shit into you. Yeah. Your depression would be fucking bad. Yeah. And if you if you actually express that, you you consider like a week. Yeah. In Japan, I think it's not it's not, it's not not there yet. Like here, it's, I think here's a much better mm-hmm. like, treatment and all, all that, therapy and all that. Leave us with a quote or words of wisdom for our listeners. Um, I don't really have one. So my quote would be, when writing the story of your life, don't let anyone have the pen. Yeah? Yeah. So it's, you know, you're writing your own story, like write your, create your own story. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, you know, me not be able to, Getting accepted in Japan, coming to New Zealand, that was my decision. And or like at the end of the day, that was my de- I mean, dad helped me, but it's my decision. And then just didn't give up and just you know trying to write my own story. And same as my rugby career as well, I just couldn't play well. But I so just, on that, mm. 
if you talk about your pen writing your story mm. of life and whatever, mm. if you picked up that story, mm. would you be excited to read it so far? Hell yeah. Yeah? Hell yeah. Fucking no. Hell yeah. I don't want to see that coming, so. Yeah. No, that's sick. Uh, I was a bit slack on this, but I always have stuff. Oh, I found that quote that I was mentioning before. Mm. It's not about the years in your life, but the life in your years. Ah, uh, this one. So this relates to you uh, just grinding, you know, working mm. hard and shit. Mm. So stick with what works, even if it's unpopular. Mm. So you running up that hill mm. way back as a 19-year-old boy, it ain't popular. <laughs> but I fucking did the work, eh? Yeah. So if something works, stick to it. Don't mm. worry about any other people. Don't worry about external factors. Yeah. If it works for you, it works. Yeah. If it's going to separate you from the others, the good from the great, then fucking do it. Yeah. I still do her sprint, bro. Yeah, I evil. still do I, I still do evil. bro Yeah No one loves a hill sprint <laughs> But then I suppose That's the whole thing About doing CrossFit eh? You go there And you're mm. like Why the fuck am I doing this Yeah yeah. It's the same shit It's the, yeah. it's the outcome The mm. outcome of what you get The feeling Going for a run Yeah Suck shit until you Finish yeah. you're like Oh I'm grateful I did that I think there's that saying About like If you If everything was um, If everything was easy to do Like you wouldn't do shit right Yeah But it's that set of The dopamine Whatever you get From doing something mm. That makes you want to do it more, but then nowadays people are getting dopamine from like watching reels, yeah, watching yeah, TikToks, yeah, yeah. And, shit, and it's just bad for our society. Yeah, I think that's another reason why I do cold showers and mm. something hard. Hey, what you said this morning? Got to win the day or something? What was that? Win saying? the morning, win the day. Yeah, yeah win the morning, win the day. Fucking I, I love it. We'll finish there, eh? Yeah, um, sweet as, bro. Thank you so much for. No, thank you for having uh, me. Jumping in this should be yeah. a short notice. Years ago, it would have been. Um, Pretty daunting for you not Speaking much English <laughs> Yeah No I can't nah, imagine that Your English is fucking top notch bro Nah um, Thank you bro Enjoying having you Also Good luck for your uh, Future endeavours Yeah um, I'm sure we'll see A lot more of you Yeah Hopefully I can come back With um, better stories At Hooks Bay Yeah <laughs> You might have to help them clean up uh, Oh yeah Yeah Nah. That'll be cool to get in amongst the community if yeah. you get to do that. Mm. That'd be eye opening for you. Yeah. It's probably not something you'd get in Japan. Yeah, nah. Tokyo especially. Mm. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Uh tune Thank in to next week, I would imagine. Uh, Sayonara. Sayonara. There you go. See you everybody. <laughs>